says, the repeatedly punched a teenage boy in the head and then brandished a firearm. The sports, apparently. <laughs> Forgot about that. Coming to you from independent remote qu- quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts. The question, wait, the exclamation point, the passionate one. Read. Good evening. The question mark. Amanda cares nothing about sports. Rowdy. I'm here. <laughs> Feels that way. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 283. It's off to a rough start. How are we? <laughs> I feel pretty good. Yeah. What's what's uh, what's new down there in the Circle City? Anything? Uh, NFL Combine. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's going Un- on. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I Reed. Saw, the Underwear I saw Olympics. S- Yeah, the Underwear Olympics, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw some of them today at lunch uh, at Yats. We were enjoying the same Cajun food. I don't know if they had the same bathroom issues as I did uh, after the fact that it may have affected some of the outcomes of the uh, oh, hope, hope oh, they already did their obstacles. Yeah. Yeah. There were outcomes. Day. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. There were outcomes. But, uh, it came out yeah, for sure. I, I, so I don't know. If I, was, if I was in town participating in the Underwear Olympics, I don't think Yats would have been my choice because I don't think I was operating at peak performance today. What if that becomes like part of the criteria they do at the combine orientation? It's like, so there's this local restaurant, Yats. You definitely don't want to eat there this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of places in Indy that it's like, oh, you're gonna have to be like, ru- you're gonna have to be like running and uh, but Rowdy, <laughs> jumping you're not, and you're not the person. First off, you're not the person to ask what are the safe restaurants because like. Your list Your is probably skewed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> bunny bread, that's what's safe. Yeah. <laughs> and some saltines. Sorry, Jesus. And then secondly, yeah. I don't think I, you, no offense, but you're not the guy to ask uh, what you should eat for peak performance of running and jumping. No, you to shouldn't. To, to because those are two things I don't pounds. do. And yeah. also I don't eat for peak performance. <laughs> <laughs> my body, my body operates at peak performance anyway. I don't yeah, have to exactly. eat for peak performance. My body, my body, as we've talked about before, it's can very process efficient. at a hundred percent efficiency. You're ju- you don't have to fuel like a winner. You just are a winner. Exactly. <laughs> the whole time I was in Florida a couple week a couple weeks ago, that whole weekend, I don't think I number two once. Where was my this? body was operating at a hundred percent? He was in the swamp. Yeah, when I was in Florida, I didn't, I, I did not. You were there, what, 40 hours? Um, about 48, 48-ish. 48 hours? Yeah. So, and my body operated it, like, Were you concerned that some kind of venomous snake might come out of the commode? Or a gator Mm. might be in the vicinity? Or this is just like you, the switch you hit when we go hiking. When I leave home, it's just when I leave home. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not near, if Your I'm body not knows. near a he has normal, he has a pro- if I'm not a- if I'm not near a a familiar restroom. Yeah. My body's like you know what we're gonna, it's like the Native Americans did with the buffalo or the bison. It uses every piece. Yeah. No, we've heard this. Yeah, brother bison. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though, there's no experience like going on a two-day hiking trip with an Eagle Scout and being shamed for going to the bathroom in the woods. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rowdy has it's a unique experience. Where are you going? What are you doing? You shouldn't have to. Yeah. 
Rowdy has you shouldn't um, have to. the newest you model. Make use of, of that. Make use of those nutrients. Don't waste them. <laughs> he's got a. He's got what's called a proximity hole. If he's not in mm-hmm. proximity to a to a comfortable hole, then his hole shuts down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. That about sums it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. it is a, it. I have witnessed it firsthand. It is an unusual skill. It's it's the Tesla motors of intestines. It's I went like almost everything a week just yeah. works in uh, in college. In college, I was in Guatemala for almost a, a full week. Well, but that was a once. special. But that was a special situation. But you've explained their uh, yeah. their situation in this That's village true. you were in. Yeah, this, there was circumstances. But you're telling but, me, but, but still, you're telling me That's you pretty, out That's Fox. pretty impressive. You out Fox Montezuma? Yes. For a whole week? For a whole week. Wow. Damn, dude. That's skill. But, uh, meanwhile, but this is this is this is um, after Montezuma had already got me in Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, a couple hours. Cu- <laughs> couple hours in Mexico, Montezuma got me a, a, a week in Guatemala, and, and I got Montezuma back. Right. Mo, that, that was Montezuma's one and one. revenge. Yeah. Uh, but, so how did that work? Uh, considering you were on a bus there on the way back from Mexico. Did you have the same um, luck that you've had in other situations when you had to do that? It was... Um, so I had Mona, yeah, so the, to set the scene. No, you don't, okay. <laughs> I mean, got I Mona, think we're got, all there. Got Mona, <laughs> went to Mexico for several hours with, several uh, hours. and, and, and bo- both of these after jokers. After we had to take you to the med check because for you had sun, sun, poise, because sun poisoning. Because the sun poisoned me. Because yeah, 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 no, no, no. One day they, we'll do, they a, said, one, one episode we just need to do an oral history of this trip. They said um, that's that you were allergic to the sun. And yes, we were camping on a beach. To the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, With no, no shade. No respite. Oh, yeah. no. Sorry, ma'am. We're we're camping in the sun next to a rattlesnake breeding ground. I was going to say in a rattlesnake den. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with man of war jellyfish and clumps of oil uh, that wash up on the beach every morning. Um, yeah, you guys kept yeah, bringing so then, much and then junk we're on, back. We're on our yeah. way home. I already have Montezuma's Revenge. The car breaks down. We're stuck in the middle of nowhere in Texas, and then we kind of <coughs> split up. Half the people rented a car and drove home, and the other half got on a Greyhound. And I did not use the restroom between El Campo, Texas, and or whatever city we went to to get the bus depot. And Houston. Uh, was it's it a little Houston? town? Little town is a little small bird. Okay, it's a small bird. Um, <laughs> you probably never heard of it. Yeah, never been there before. Um, so, Blake and Houston you'll miss it. and uh, Effingham, yep. Illinois, did not use the did not use the restroom once. Then what? You happened? guys stopped in Effingham. Effingham at the Flying J, and it was it was oh, like oh oh yeah. Well, that's uh, if you if you got to it was miraculous. Yeah. Yeah. Just destroyed that place. <laughs> <laughs> they had to burn it down. If you go to the Flying J in Effingham, Illinois, now it's not the same one that was there in 2004. They had to. That that was that area 2004. Is, that area is now a brownfield, and they built another Flying J. It's a super fun site. Yeah, it's a super fun site. They've built another Flying J as a replica. Uh-huh. Of the original, uh, yeah, 
Rowdy, have you been anywhere near uh, New Palestine, Ohio lately? <laughs> east, east. Or east, east yeah. East Palestine. Um, I have not. I have not. <laughs> but I'm glad oh, that all that waste is being brought into our great state. Yeah. And down our rivers. It's going to be awesome. It's mm-hmm. yeah. great. Oh, man. Memory lane. <laughs> we that's do need to do an oral history of that. Well, all of I Indiana's like how I just make an appearance and then fl- float away. <laughs> oh yeah, you're yeah you're you're like the uh, best supporting actor or whatever. Like no, best, yeah, you're the yeah. cameo. You're the character. You're, you're the cameo. Yeah, you're the yeah. character actor. You show up and you make a cameo, and everyone's like, "That's all I remember about that." Yeah, all I remember you're the, about that is Reed throwing her football on the beach. You're Tom Cruise in <laughs> Tropic Thunder. I remember yeah. Rowdy laying in the back of Suburban with his shirt off, just moaning. And rubbing, just rubbing. His <laughs> and he was almost uh, the same color as the interior of the Suburban. Uh, yeah, it was burg- okay. burgundy vinyl. He just had to lay on it. I just love, I mean. I'm, I'm just of, not a beach guy, okay? Of all the things that happened, I think that that, to me, is the best part. That you walked, that, that me, Big City Adam, me and Big City Adam took you to that place, to that bed check. And you walked out and said you were allergic to the sun, <laughs> and that you needed to. That the recommendation was to stay in the shade for the rest of the trip. <laughs> and we were literally camping on the beach with no trees within. No shade. Yeah. No shade. Nothing. You just oh, sat. dude! I rem- when I got there, when you guys were still in Mexico, and I pulled up to your. You told me where you were camping. I pulled up, and I was just like. I mean, there is nothing out here, man. Yeah. It's just this skinny beach. Just beach, man. And a few tents. Just beach, water, and everything that everybody could grab out of the water to drag back up to the beach. Buoys, trash. There's trash. a picnic table, as I remember. Well, yeah, we had to drag that over. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Fire ant hills, rattlesnake oh. uh, habitat. Yeah. <laughs> Grass with uh, grass with thorns in it. Just random thorns. Just yeah. random thorns. Texas is. Texas it's so is bad. It just if looks they, like it looked like they, regular they grass. About, they yeah. They talk about seceding. Just do it. Just do it. Have it's at it. It's the worst place. Yeah. It was. Bad. Texas has place. some rough spots. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah. man. Well, anyway, the access road thing. I don't get. Yeah. It's nice that you have to if if you're. Uh, if, if someone's coming up or you're coming up on somebody to pass them that they're supposed to get over to the shoulder and let you go. That's a nice yeah. touch. But the access roads, they just have double the roads, but just still single the, the routes. Dude, have you been to <laughs> yeah. Houston? They have two 465s. They have two loops yeah. around the city. Houston is enormous. And here's I've the driven, other I've thing. only driven through Houston. They're, they're, here's the other thing I've about Houston. They have an underground, too. <laughs> you have been there. That's where you got the money. I took you there. I took you to Houston. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to think about that. I'm not it ringing was, a bell. It was. No. We, we drove. Uh, it was f- the, how would, how, the boyfriend of the sister of a girlfriend of one of the people on the trip took us to Houston. I the picked boyfriend up a, of the girlfriend of the, the boyfriend sister. of the boyfriend si- of the sister, sister of, of the a, girlfriend of, a girlfriend of, of a guy one of the people on the trip. trip. 
This, why guy? is this confusing you, Rowdy? This is exactly how you would tell this. No, Wait, sorry, Rowdy, I'll do it. So he who knew her, who was related Thank to you. her. Who, who was the, the he? Phil. Our roommate, Phil's Phil. Phil's sister. Phil's girlfriend's, I'm pretty sure it was Phil's, oh, Phil's girlfriend's, girlfriend's sister. sister's, sister's boyfriend. boyfriend. Okay. It's not that difficult, Rowdy. <laughs> really. Took you to Houston. Houston. You, I don't really rem- I don't really remember that. Yeah. But well, I was suffering. I had affliction the, at the time. It was the least memorable part yeah, of the I trip. Yeah, I was I was afflicted in just thinking about where the next restroom <laughs> we, was. We were all afflicted. I I made yeah. the smart move of eating out of Sonics after that. Oof. A chili cheeseburger. So, that was oh, a good. Man. That's what you want to pack in. Chili cheeseburger and a large uh and a and a large um tater tot right before you have to drive 24 hours straight you know what I just remembered this about that trip when I dropped you back off Snoop on the beach I drove up the island and I almost peed my pants waiting on the ferry to take me like 75 yards across this little channel it was either that or like drive 50 miles back the other way and go around and I was just like debating the whole time like I'm not gonna make it, man. Like this is, and then I finally got on the little. I finally got on the little uh, ferry, and it was like 24 seconds, and it stopped and opened, and you know, it's just it like, was, oh my god. Was it enough time for you to get out, go to the bathroom, and get back in the car? Oh no, it was just a barge that four oh, cars were on. Oh, yeah, yeah, nice. No, you just stayed in your car. Yeah. <laughs> God, Wonderful. that trip, man. And yeah. then I drove all the way to Sarasota. That was awesome. I'll tell you this. Yeah. It's been almost 20 years. Maybe we should do some sort of anniversary trip for the 20th anniversary. There you go. Back I'm not going re- to Corpus Christi. We relive Mustang, Mustang Island. Island. Yeah. You yeah, want to go? Relive. I'm not going to Mustang Island ever again. What about <laughs> uh, in an if, RV? If, if, a, if a hurricane wiped that place out, I would not shed a tear. Uh, well, uh, which if, hurricanes if, are if you the, shedding if tears one of those for oil, right now? If yeah. one of those oil, which hurricane did you cry the most about? <laughs> <laughs> that see now that's a good interview question. <laughs> which hurricane is the saddest? Yeah. <laughs> Hurricane Andrew <laughs> yeah. ruined it for you, did it? Oh man! I feel like that's back when hurricanes used to mean something, you know. <laughs> Like, like Katrina. Hurricane Andrew, Hurricane, Hurricane Andrew, Hurricane. What was the other one back in the nineties? Hugo, Gilbert. Hur- yeah. yeah, Hurricane Hugo and Hurricane Andrew. Those yeah. were those are big some ones. power. Those were some powerhouse hurricanes. Yeah, I feel like Hurricane Katrina was kind of the last of last of that generation. Now it's just like we just have them all the time. It's like you can't really just can't be sad about them anymore. You gotta just. Gotta yeah, just I think was Andrew the <laughs> yeah. last cat. I think Kat, Andrew was the last Category 5 that hit because Katrina dropped to a 4 right before it hit mm. land, right? Yeah. Right before the government dynamited the levees? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. You know. You get it. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, anyway, hey, guys, this is the sports podcast. <laughs> we didn't talk about birds, but we did touch on the weather. Uh, yep. Welcome, everyone. Hey, if you made it this far, first off, thank you. Bless you. Uh, you get a merit badge uh, for survival. Uh, <laughs> yeah. go, go ahead and hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. 
go tell a friend, anybody who grew up in 1992 and can reminisce about Hurricane Andrew, the last proper <laughs> hurricane the United States has ever I'm just endured. Just saying, it's back when hurricanes. <laughs> hurricanes just don't want a hurricane anymore. Yeah. yeah, Hurricane Andrew, it just means more. They don't. No. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Don't want to work anymore. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Katrina is a perfect they, example. Just they, gave they up right before it got on land. Yeah, they don't cat five anymore. Weak. <laughs> you, you don't even cat five anymore. <laughs> we don't cat five anymore. Anyway. <laughs> hey, Ralphie. I'm tickled. Hey. <laughs> How about some sports? How about it? Uh, hey, guys. So I'm, I'm assuming this... Okay, there's several <laughs> sports that have a pitch, but I'm assuming this is going to be a baseball story. This headline says, Pitch Clock and Other New Rules. Yes! C- Correct. It's time for, baseball. It's time for uh, Snoop's Oh, wait, uh, are they speeding spring training, up the spring game? Break. Are they making I mean, a game? Are they streamlining and modernizing that's the game the, of baseball? That's the public um, rationale. Yeah. Uh, How about... Uh, for how all about these changes? How about this for so, a, for a new hmm. segment? How about uh, Snoop's spring break baseball b- break? No, S- spring training spring training baseball break of spring sports playbook. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, keep working. <laughs> yeah, workshopping it. I'll get yeah, there by the end of the show. Up. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll get a pencil out. I got a, I got a whiteboard back here. Anyway, yeah, there's four new, four new rules that are going to change the way that baseball looks. Not that it's going to add any more eyes, but it's going to change the way that baseball looks. Bigger bases, rule number one. Pizza so boxes. We're, we're going from 15 what? inches to 18 inches. The bases? It's a pizza yes. box. That's now- the name of the game. You're going to change the namesake of the game? Yeah. Yeah. To three inches bigger? You you know, Rowdy, you're Four. doing a bit. I know that you're doing some sort of fake outrage here, but this is this is exactly what's happening right now with these rules. Yeah. Is there's a bunch of people who don't watch baseball, especially for a living, who are like, yeah. you're changing the, everything about the heritage. And it's like all of the baseball sports writers are like, please make these games shorter. Please, make yeah, the them guys more that it actually affects, yeah, yeah, are like, you're, but, you're, but you're but you're you're adding 99 square inches to a base. How is that fair to mm-hmm. all the people who have come before? Uh, well, that's change. the that's the uh, the um, old school traditionalist argument, right? Because baseball's yeah. all about stats and all that. Yeah, that's yeah. the people that are bitching and moaning. But all these things change over time. The rules change sure. in every that's sport. What I, that's what I love about the people who complain about that because you know, you know what I think it is. They were field Tell of us. dreams pilled. All these oh. people, all these people think that one day, magically, their favorite current baseball player, um, Shoeless Joe, is going to come out Paco, of the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Manny? Is there a Manny? There is a sure. Manny in baseball. Ichiro. Ichiro. Oh, Ichiro Suzuki? Yeah. Yeah, he still plays. Uh, he does Ichi- not, but he is living. Oh, wait, he doesn't? <laughs> nah. Um, t- trout. The Trout. First name? Trout. Mm-hmm. So, okay, last name. 
Trout. <laughs> trout. <laughs> that Trout one day, this guy that they idolize. Real quick, can I close the Hurricane Andrew tab on my computer? Are we good there? Yeah, you can close that. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. We might, we might circle back. Okay. <laughs> that, uh, th that their favorite baseball player, Trout or whoever, uh, some of his friends will all of a sudden one day <laughs> magically uh, the ghosts of Nolan Ryan and Ken Griffey Jr. will appear and challenge them to an old-fashioned game of baseball. How about a ha and how about we have a catch? They're worried that these they ghosts catch, are going to yeah. say, "Wait, in our day these bases were 15 inches, and now they're 18 inches." Hmm. And some of those dudes days those bases look like pillows. Yeah, the yeah. ball's constantly changing. None of this matters. Yeah, but Bats that but the change, reason, but hey, bodies but change. I, it wouldn't it wouldn't matter unless you were one of these stats geeks who really wants to determine how does Trout or these other players. Of that's the that's day, fair. For, in, well, if they're in the same era, that's fair in the same era. Ago, and yeah. most other sports, people don't care what. But that, I get it. I get it. Right. I get that but, argument to an extent. But to, there's a couple of things I want to point out. One, you probably shouldn't ever be comparing people across or players across different eras because, like we're talking, about, I don't. Like we were talking about with Pete Maravich today, and right. uh, uh, oh, I forgot. Jo uh, I forgot his first name. Davis from Detroit Mercy, like. Pete Maravich wasn't allowed to play as a freshman. That's why he was only didn't have three-point line. They didn't yep. have a three-point line. So the, all of these things change over time. You probably shouldn't be comparing people across eras. No, I agree. But but Rowdy's argument but is, is got them tripped up. Well, that's but true. it is they, interesting to watch like Mike Trout's first eight, ten years or whatever. Mike now, Trout. like though the Bryce Harper, those kinds of players that are going to define this era, Judge, like mm -hmm. to have. S uh, that right in the middle is kind Line of Line of demarcation. Yeah, yeah, I also think that you have the thing right now in baseball that you don't have in other sports because of the way that it's, it's structured. You have wins above replacement. So you're looking right. at what they do per, uh, versus what someone yeah. of average uh, uh, skill could do in their position in their era. So you have an idea based on mm -hmm. their era how good they were, and then you can, you can judge that across eras. Not that, again, I think that that's not necessarily what we should be doing. The third thing is, and I hate to kill a bit, but, like, we do have a pretty killer story on here a little later, Rowdy, that I think you mm. want to get to. So I don't know how much time you want to spend wasting time on a baseball story. Oh, little editorial there. I like I can be. I can be done. <laughs> okay. It's up to you. I just... I, I I mean, if you have anything, go for it. But I think real, there was I something. just have one thing real quick. I don't, I mean, rule, changing rules happens. This just seems like a lot. It's a lot of rules. With the, so the, the bases, the, yeah. the you can't play the shift. You can't uh, pick off more than twice in a row. And mm -hmm. uh, the hitting clock. Yeah, that's, that, like, those that's are the a four. lot. The they four should big change rules. The, it's almost enough to where they should change the name to, like, Big baseball or like baseball yeah. extreme with like v, like V2 X. Like Charles dash What was it? What stream? Charles Barkley uh street ball. What what was the what Oh was yeah, the, the Barkley video game. What was the Charles Barkley video game? 
Oh man. Barkley, shut up and jam, Gaiden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Baseball Gaiden. This should be baseball yeah. Gaiden. Baseball Gaiden, paper boy, duck hunt, mm-hmm. jam. Shut up and hit. Yes. Uh, don't kneel. Pole Hashtag position. Uh, Post cyber apocalyptic neo New York. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Neo New so York. Reed, you just hit the four changes. The pitch time, the pitch clock is the big one. Yeah. Uh, they're hoping that this drops the, the time, and I've heard, every, like, it dropped the time 30 something minutes in the minors last really? year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so it went yeah. from 304, uh, or sorry, from 304 last year to 230. So it dropped at 30 minutes in the in AAA last year. So they're hoping to do the same thing in Major League Baseball. First off, this is me again editorializing. It's not going to matter. New people are not going to watch. The people are yeah. not upset about baseball because it's too slow. It's, yeah. It they have different qualms with baseball. But the the new rule is that if bases are empty, the pitcher has 15 seconds to begin their delivery to home plate. If runners are on, they have 20 seconds to. Be, start their delivery the batter has to be in the box and alert by the eight second mark on the and looking at the pitcher right looking at the pitcher yeah Yeah. they have to be ready and looking at the pitcher uh and then there's the rule about disengagements you can only have two disengagements uh per plate appearance so what's that step out of the box step off of the rubber if you're gonna step off the oh for the pitcher I, yeah, 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 yeah. And then was, a third, yeah. a third one will be an automatic ball. ball. So if, if you're, if you're, if you haven't pitched, it's a uh, uh, automatic ball within 15. If you haven't gotten ready within that eight seconds, it's a strike. Then it's an automatic strike. So there was a time, there was already a game this year, and I can't remember who it was, that somebody that the first batter of the game started. Manny Machado, one and one. No, Manny Machado. Machado was, well, he was 0-1, but somebody there was one, a game this week where... Oh, they started 1-1 because of the pitcher and the hitter. Oh. Yes. Before <laughs> there was ever a pitch thrown, the oh, batter, the, 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 there was two infractions. So oh, the, man. So the, the game started on a 1-1 count. You also had the Braves. Was it the Braves and the Red Sox? Yeah, the Braves and the Something Red Sox. Something like that. Ended in a tie yep. because of a pitch clock violation by uh, the batter, bases loaded. Bottom of the bases ninth. loaded strikeout. Yeah. So, it, <laughs> dude, this is gonna yeah. be bonkers. I heard. And then the uh, other thing is, is the shift. Uh, the shift changes yeah, yeah, everything yeah. too, because now you're gonna get guys who are off time. Their, their, their timing's all off. Be the pitcher or the batter. And the bat, the pitcher's going to need to know where all of the infielders are, but the infielders where they used to play last year, they're not going to be there because they're going to be in a different position. So while they're thinking about the pitch, they only have 15 seconds to do this. They're looking at the runners, and then they their timing's all off. They throw it to the pit to the batter. They hit it to a hole that wasn't there last year. It's all going to be. It's going to be wild. The one, that the shift one is the one I think I like the least. Really? Yeah. It's just because of the, th- and it's, I think because I get more irritated by like, what is it? The three outcomes or whatever. Like, yeah, three, two nobody, outcomes. nobody like Four, situationally hits anymore. Right. So like to get rid of the shift because then you, you you have less offense with the shift. It's like, well, learn how to pull or push the ball. Like, you know, right. be a hitter. Not right. it's not it doesn't always have to be all power. I know that's how baseball is now, but 
I yeah. saw a, I saw a, a highlight of the same batter hitting the ball last year. I, I was trying to see if I can find it. Hitting the ball last year uh, in between first and second. In regular season, they had three players in between first and second, so they hit right to the second or to the shortstop that was playing yeah. in between the first and second baseman. Yeah. They said 2022, and then in 2023 they showed the same batter in spring training hit basically the same ball and there was no one there and it was covered by the right fielder. Yeah. So what was it last base year? Hit. Was it was it yeah, it's a base hit this year. What what it was last year was um was an an easy out to first. Right. But here's the thing that I don't understand about all of this. People smarter than me obviously do. Baseball slows down with more offense. Exactly. Because I there thought is the same no, thing. There's no clock. Right. So if you get more hits and you put more people on base, right. the game actually becomes longer Yep. yep. than if you would just have strikeouts. Because the game actually, last year, strikeouts were at an all-time high, and the right. game was six minutes shorter than it was in 2021. Right. Well, it's the same thing with the steals. They're going to be way more steals. Bigger bases, and you can't pick off. Well, they've said it. The 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 right. The pickoff is going to be the bigger. How part does that work? Game. If I throw at you twice on first, then you just get an automatic steal. Uh, you have to. There's some. I have to find the the caveat to the to the pickoff move. They have to have make a move towards the base or something like that. There's a there's a very there's a small little asterisk. Sort of like your uh, fantasy football championship, <laughs> that it would that says you have more than two pickoff attempts if if the player moves towards first or towards the base. Okay. I I, I don't remember it. <laughs> oh, so you. It's a podcast, so nobody can see that you pulled down the actual trophy to put inside of my my view here. Season champ. Season champ. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> So that's the part I don't get. I'm like, how are you going to create more offense and also that? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Shorten them, and college football is going through this now. An average college football game is over three and a half hours long. Yeah, they're talking about it was three get, hours. Getting rid of the clock long. stop after first down. Right, because the game is too long. But college football has never been bigger. The yeah. issue is not the length of the game. Yeah. We complain all the time about the length of the game. We don't watch it any less. That's not the problem. Right. I don't know what the problem right. is, but that's not the problem. It's not. Two and, and a, making the game two and a half hours won't get any more eyes on the game. Well, and I don't understand but, why they want to uh, make it more like the NFL. Like, college football is not NFL football. Mm-hmm. Just like college basketball is definitely not NBA basketball. You know, it's like right. it's not the same game because you have way more players with way more of a spectrum of talent. Mm-hmm. Like not everyone is elite like they are in the right. NFL and NBA. So right. I don't know. I, I read can, that, too. The consensus is that this that all there's been. Well, there's been major problems so far with with the implementation, especially of the clock. Like we said. There's games have ended because of this, the clock management. And that's the not gonna, that's not going to be good when it counts. 
Right. And the consensus around, among baseball writers, I don't know how they know this, you said K- Tim Kirk, Jim was just on ESPN talking yeah. about this, that this won't happen in the in the regular yeah. season. I don't know how they know that it. or why they know, think yeah. that. And a game is going to end on this. No and, doubt about it. And it's going to cost somebody something. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, you'd be at a playoff spot, an expanded playoff spot, a game, a division, and then there might be some changes. I think 20 seconds for any pitch would be fine. Right. But 15 is just, it doesn't feel like enough time. Yeah, for the pitching clock I'd, is is the one I have the least problem with. They even put that in in tennis, like a service clock, mm. because of Nadal. Mm. Well, there you go. Well, not only Nadal, but a lot of it was Nadal. I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, it's I'll gonna watch. be something. And and heavens to to Betsy, they didn't have to get rid of any of their uh, beloved commercial breaks, which is really what this hey. is all about. Yeah, I was gonna say this is about money ultimately. It's just uh, being well camouflaged with all this other crap. Right. Hey, hey Snoop. Yeah. Ready? Remember thir- 30 minutes ago when you said that... Yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Are you ready? I didn't know. You were. I thought maybe you were still preparing. Are you ready? Oh, What's sure. next? Uh, you guys ready to uh, talk about TB12? Tom oh, yeah. Brady? Tom Brady. New career path, got a, I hear. Yeah, got a tight five? Uh, according, according to sources, mm-hmm. uh, has delayed his... Uh, Anonymous sources. Fox Sports. One source. uh, Broadcasting. (laughs) A source. uh, Career until uh, later this year, maybe. Uh, Yeah, next season. Because he's going to take up stand up comedy. Mm -hmm. According to sources. In Boston? Quote Tom was a terrific quarterback, but he needs to toss this idea before it's too late. Hey! He's strictly a water boy. This sounds like something source would say. You're a Is wa- this wa- the wa- same source boy. that uh, said that he got his uh, confidence from his uh, movie with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin? That's right. Yeah, 80 for Brady. They said, quote, the ladies were super nice to him, and he did a nice job reading professionally written material in a small part. But he'll be playing in a whole different league if he takes up the stand-up stage. Oh my gosh! Insider, man, the hashtag insider sounds like sources. These insiders have some really bad. It's his dad. Those are dad jokes. Yeah, it's his dad. Gotta be. It has to be. It's Giselle. They did say he does a great impersonation of former teammate Rob Gronkowski, and his over-the-top Boston accent is hilarious. Said the sports insider. You think he's like, hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. <laughs> Does he park his car in Harvard Yard? Yeah, he just says Southie all the time. <laughs> Southie, yeah. Welcome to the town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bean Town. Bean Town. <laughs> Wooster. Talks about Paul Revere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Wooster. Wooster. Oh, man. This is. This is bad. I kind of want to see it. Well, yeah, let's hear. Let's let's hear it. You won't you won't see it, but you can hear it because uh, old Corey correspondent. What? Oh, Corey! Yeah, Corey. Corey's the sports insider. 
he escaped from the black site, uh -huh. and he was what? able to track down Tom Brady sources, these Tom Brady sports insiders, <laughs> and was Colleagues. able to get the script, the actual script to Tom Brady's stand-up routine. Oh. And okay. I don't, I, I don't really know how to do a Tom Brady impression, but um, I will read do you your best. Well, that's good script. because you're not Corey Correspondent. Can Corey Correspondent do a Tom Brady impression? Um, well, he had his tongue <laughs> cut out by the North Koreans. Yeah. Okay. And he's lost all sense of self because yeah, of the white uh, torture. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, mm -hmm. he'd totally be down for that. That's totally something. <laughs> that's his. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's his thing. This that's is Bailiwick. He used to love impressions, but yeah. yeah. He's that's um, yeah. He's a real vibe guy. That's his vibe. Yeah. My, so my vibe's not. I feel like we just glossed over him getting his tongue cut out by the North Koreans. But okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know. Yeah, he escaped. <laughs> yeah, I really think you should have added that. But I I mean, if you don't add that, well, I mean, the, the assumption is, is he I, escaped I unscathed. About it sometimes we mostly communicate through text and email. WhatsApp. <laughs> well, we well the signal. Yeah. App, yeah. yeah. Um. <coughs> but, oh man. But yeah, I, I'll read I'll read this to you, and if you have any get well soon, Tom, Corey. Let's. I don't want to see Tom humiliated in front of the world again. You and ChatGPT and everything else. I don't want him humiliated. So if you have notes, let's get this to Tom before he takes this out and starts <laughs> workshopping it in the in the clubs. So oh man! Without further ado, here is here is uh, allegedly, according to sources, Tom Brady's stand-up routine. Hey everybody, <laughs> I'm Tom Brady. <laughs> But you might know me better as the guy who gets paid millions of dollars to throw a ball. Is that a uh, joke? That's just a fact. It's just an intro. It's just an <laughs> intro, okay? Okay, let me get back in character here. Thanks for coming out tonight. I'm not used to performing without a helmet and shoulder pads on. I feel a little exposed here. That's a little, you know, just... We get easing, it. Easing, yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's football humor. No, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, explain. No, sorry. Explain you know, the sport. Explain the sports joke. Part just, of I'm being a stand-up <laughs> is explaining your jokes. Yeah. So I'm starting to think that sources <laughs> might actually be Tom Brady after just these first two lines of his stand-up routine. All right, here we go. Uh, he says, "But I'm hoping this goes better than my last comedy performance, which was in the locker room, trying to make my teammates laugh with terrible impressions of our coach." Anyway, you know. What's next? What's next? People ask me what, what my secret to success is, and I always tell them it's simple, really. Just be incredibly handsome and have a supermodel wife. But you know, I've learned that just like in football, in life you have to be willing to adjust your game plan. And sometimes that means calling so an audible and getting a divorce. <laughs> is this is this is this a stand-up routine? <laughs> Or is this a insurance commercial? <laughs> this is Tom Brady. Okay, yeah. he's. This is his first time. That's why I'm like saying. Like a Charlie Rose let's interview. Not, let don't yeah. don't, you know, don't throw stones here. Let's give him constructive feedback. Okay, so he called an audible. He says, "I'm getting it and calling oh, yeah. an audible and getting a divorce." So, and then he looks down at his wrist and he reads. Yeah, the next exactly. Joke. So he goes, yeah. "So, Tampa." <clears throat> Did you know Tampa, Tampa is, am I right? <laughs> is the lightning capital of the world? So if you see me running out of practice early, it's probably because I don't want to get struck by lightning again. No, seriously. I love Tampa. But I swear, there's a Publix on every corner. It's like they have a secret Publix breeding program or something. 
can you do it? Kind of, that's kind of a funny thing, right? <laughs> uh, we could. It's kind of a funny thing to think about, at least. I don't know if it's a joke, but it's funny to think about a secret public screening. Oh, program. my God. Can you do Can you do uh, the two of us who can see you? Can you do us a favor? Just yeah. like maybe raise your hand or like wiggle a finger. This looks like like you're in a hostage situation. Wiggle a finger if you're okay. Wiggle a finger if that was the punchline. When, you, when you're reading punch this, line. that's the punchline. Yeah, just give us I, a signal. You're the audience. You determine what the punchline well, is. Well, I'm still waiting then. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, he's about to. Okay, he's about to know seriously us. Okay, no seriously. Oh wait, no, we we did that. That was the greeting program. He says, but Tampa. Which you like? Which you like? You thought that's okay? Yeah, well, yeah. this is yeah. This, it's at least it fun to funny. think about. Like, think about like, it. Yeah, it, it is. Just think about it. Uh, but but Tampa Bay is a great place to live, especially if you love to fish. Okay. Just make sure you don't get caught with an underinflated football. So yeah, the the, the non sequitur between fishing and deflate gate. I mean, I could see maybe reeling in an underinflated foot. I don't know. Moving on. It's amazing to think that dinosaurs roam these same fields and forests that we do today, except you know, without the football stadiums. Sometimes I wonder if the real reason the dinosaurs went extinct was because they forgot to hydrate properly. Got to drink those electrolytes, folks. Got a little uh, TB12. Plug. plug in there. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. um, anyway, yeah. people always ask me how I stay motivated year after year. It's simple. I just remind myself that I don't want to get a real job. Now, they say I'm getting old, but I'm like a fine wine. I only get better with age, and let's be honest, I'm a lot more expensive than a bottle of wine. What? That's when, that's when you guys... <laughs> he starts to... wiggling his <laughs> finger. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I was just uh, getting that little hangnail here. That wasn't me wiggling my finger. Um, sorry to psych you out. Blake wants, uh, a, Blake wants if you, we need to send yeah. in the seal. Are you at gunpoint? He <laughs> says, now my teammates always joke that I never age. They're right. Actually, I, I switch out my aging clone every few years. Speaking of aging, <laughs> puberty is like a training camp for life. You may stumble and fumble at first, but with practice and perseverance, you'll become a pro. What? A pro at I puberty? A, a puberty pro. I don't a know. A puberty pro. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you know what they say. The only thing better than winning a Super Bowl is winning a Super Bowl with a little bit of deflated football. <laughs> that didn't even happen. <laughs> yeah. That got you a little tickled there, Rowdy. I just, like... The phrase, a little bit of deflated. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, I'm trying to figure out what the little bit is. Uh, it's not a lot you know, of it. I never understood why they call it a Hail Mary pass. In my experience, prayers are more effective when you actually put in the work in practice. Okay. Now me, I don't always throw touchdown passes, but when I do, I make sure to give the ball to the referee so they can inspect it for proper inflation. But oh you know God. what they say? Sometimes the best pass is the one you don't throw, and sometimes the best marriage is the one you end. That's it. Thanks, Tampa. Good night, folks. <laughs> that 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 was the tight five. That's what That's we got. That's the tight five. The ending was pretty strong. Yeah. Sometimes the best pass is the one you don't throw, and sometimes yeah. the best marriage is the one you end. 
mean, I guess relative yeah, to the rest of the set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a strong. I would say it's a strong finish. He had the think piece in the middle. You got me thinking about the public speech. <laughs> <laughs> he had a few phrases it peppered in there that was like, I'm gonna have to noodle on this a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's uh, and the and the in it, the end caught me off guard. Um, so, surprisingly, uh, s- surprisingly, no uh, Polish jokes. Yeah. No Polish jokes. Yeah. I mean, I didn't write this, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially since he played with Gronkowski, which I would thought. Yeah, natural, uh, natural uh, bridge to the Polish jokes. Hmm. Well, yeah, well, he's still learning. I mean, I feel like he's a rookie. The the thing the thing to watch here is how many uh, right wing media folks okay. got their start great, great. attempting to be comedians and, oh. then fail, and then failing. Okay, so like everybody a, on Red a, Eye. It's a pretty big number of, of folks. Really? Uh, that that. Like started out and they're like, I want to be an, I want to be an actor. I want to be, I want to be in comedy. They failed because they weren't funny. And then, I don't know if they're just like looking for people to blame or whatever. But then they end up becoming right wing media folks. And then, and then all of a sudden you've got like Jesse Waters and people like that on Fox News. And yeah. So, uh, so so, what and I'm Bill saying Maher. is, what I'm saying is. When you hear Tom Brady, you either offer constructive criticism now before he says these jokes, or when or he said it straight to jokes, Fox News. You just laugh at him, or else he's going to become more powerful than you can ever imagine. I'm <laughs> never going to be able to get rid of him. He's going to become the new right-wing media star. Oh, could you imagine? That'd be incredible. <laughs> I can imagine it. Oh, I just man. did. It was. Yeah. But but who would he lose as a fan? He would lose no one. I mean, it's not he's not taking the, he wouldn't take the Michael Jordan approach. Republicans. I don't think there's a lot of right wing people in either New England or Florida. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Have you not been? Have you been paying attention to anything that's happening in Florida lately? No. No. Ah, good choice. As a rule, no. Yeah, um, Boston, different story. I mean, anyway, you should really, you should really look into Meatball Ron. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think. What a great. Uh, overall, uh, as as a um, not a professional comedian, mm-hmm. someone outside of the biz. Yeah. Pretty terrible. Oh, for real? Yeah. Um. Probably wouldn't pay for that. Definitely but wouldn't pay for that. Well, and remember, I w- this is where you got to give him a little bit of. I'm not going to uh, give him any credit. Well, not credit. Leeway. Like in a in a in a real stand-up comedy scenario, you'd have two or three warm-up acts that are getting you, getting you loosened up. Oh, you think he's headlining so, so or he's a time, feature? Yeah, by the t- <laughs> it's Tom Brady. So by the time Tom Brady comes out, you're ready to laugh. I'd like to. So I, so think, I, I think you'd probably get a few chuckles. I Pat tend McAfee. to think that the comedian, the comedy scene of these big clubs, they don't care who you are. 
are you funny or not? They're not going to be deferential to Tom uh, Brady. He's on their yeah, turf. I, He's in their yeah, world now. Yeah, I agree. And that's a pr- and that's a problem. If I ran a comedy club, it would be all about how much money can you pay me? <laughs> Wait, do you think that comedians pay clubs to work the club? Huh? <laughs> do you think? It, well, I mean, I'm saying if I ran one, I'd at least you would be like, you would yes, charge I the comedians. Have, I have a venue yeah. which you can perform at. It will cost yeah. you ten thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh-huh. not if you want to open. If you open, okay. maybe a thousand. Thousand bucks. Thousand yeah. bucks to come use my stage and mic. A thousand yeah. bucks for, get, for two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, for a tight five. Yeah. Tight five. Yeah, five minutes, thousand dollars. That seems all right, right? No. I mean, what do bananas cost these days? <laughs> right. <laughs> Ramen noodles and bananas. What's a gallon of What's a gallon of milk? Fifty-nine cents for for a yeah. pound of banana. So yeah, that seems uh, yeah, it doesn't seem outrageous to me. Anyway, uh, speaking of outrageous, you guys want to talk about Dan Snyder? Oh, sure. What a segue. Well, what's he up to? Dan. Uh, I don't know. This headline just says Snyder of the Commandments. Yeah. So Dan Snyder, is the we've talked about him over and over. He's the owner of the Washington Commandments. He's the one with the unsafe workplace. FBI's been in the building for feel like years now. It's been a minute. They've they've been uh, investigating him, financial stuff, workplace uh, HR type of stuff. But now the owners are really applying. The other 31 owners are really applying applying pressure to get him to sell, force a sale. Mm-hmm. And guess who called it about a hundred episodes ago? Maybe it was just one of those with me and Big City. Who wants to buy the commandments? Jalen Hurts. Oof. Wait, who? Well, that was a different call, but yes. Jeff that was Bezos. Called. Yeah, Mr. Amazon himself, Jeff Bezos. Mr. Washington Post Mr. Himself. Washington Post. Mr. Beltway, all right? Mr. has the largest house in Washington, D.C. <laughs> yeah. There's some big houses in D.C. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's a big white one. Yeah. He's got a bigger one. Yeah. Biggest, sorry, biggest privately owned home there it in is. Washington, D.C. There it is. What do they call that? The, what, the, what do they call that? The D, D something W? D.F., isn't it? Yeah. No, that's sure. Dallas-Fort Dallas, Worth. Dallas-Fort Worth, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it is something like that. Anyway. Hmm. But anyway, he's got, he's calling Jeff Bezos. Josh Harris apparently is the other one in the... Uh, in the running. He owns the 76ers and the New Jersey Devils. Oh, I hadn't heard that one. Okay. Tillman Fertitta, who owns the Houston Rockets, he's the guy who uh, had um, the Navy SEAL fella live with him for like a year, and then he wrote a book about it. He's a University of Houston graduate. That's why Houston got all the Coug. He's a Coug. Um, He he had his bid of $5.5 billion turned down. (laughs) Come by on. Dan Snyder. What's his? So now we're down to what's Snyder's evaluation? He, uh, he won't say. That I don't know. It's got to be less. But uh, Reed, you—I think you're the one who tipped me off to this. Uh, Dan Snyder's got some beef with Jeff. Jeff B. Is that right? He's kind of—he is kind of husky, yeah. Oh, Snyder dog. <laughs> uh, Snyder. Is this true? I can't. What are we talking about? I can't think. I can't figure. Jeff Bezos, Bezos, 
Bezos. How do you say it? Bezos. Uh, apparently. Overlord. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, exactly. Uh, he's had some some beef with with Dan Snyder. Do you know anything about this? That at some point Dan Snyder was talking about blocking. Oh right. Bezos yes. From owning the team. There was something that he wouldn't agree. Like, I think Snyder has gotten to the point where he basically is agreeing to sell I don't think he's come out and said that but that's the impression I'm getting but he wants control over who uh, buys it and it's not going to be Bezos if it's up to him the other thing is and I think we were talking big city about this is how can Bezos uh, buy a team when he owns a network that airs the games right Uh, that doesn't seem like that that's going to work is this a conflict of interest Gotta say yes. Is it just all Commanders games on Prime now? Oh man. Well, it would make it easier to quit Prime, except for Patriot. Yeah. I gotta watch, rewatch Patriot. Shout out. Um, yeah. it's Thursday, but those are Thursday games. So, hey man, if they want to put the Commandments on every Thursday, I know I don't have to watch. Well, that's true. Yeah. Well, there's nothing to watch now that they cut Carson Wentz. Oh, oh, apparently. Dan Snyder has been throwing up obstacles to Bezos owning the team because he's not happy with the re- with how the Washington Post has covered <laughs> the commandments over the years. Oh, I'm sorry. Did a journalist right. write about the news and your inept ability to actually run the team? Right. How inept you are in running the team? Like Yeah. What 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 are we surprised about? Oh, don't you love? Be better. Don't you love these billionaire beefs? Like just, I mean, good God! It's, yeah, it's sad. This is what they fight over. Yeah. While the rest of us fight over the bugs we have to eat, yep. they're fighting over the five point five billion dollar team. Currently evaluated at six billion dollars. That's what he's asking. Okay. For well, I knew yeah. it's been one of the most valuable sports franchises in the world for decades, which always surprised well, me. It it was one of the re- one of the things that that devalued the team for some time is do you remember they they had a previous name before the commander right that name was deemed to be racist after having it for seventy years it was deemed to be racist and it lost its copyright uh, oh I forgot about that yep so once that happened. There, since there's no there's no like intellectual property to sell anybody or to to prop up the uh, the valuation anybody could make any sort of Washington football team attire that they wanted wasn't the, before they changed their name wasn't there an entire and, South Park episode where they started the Washington Redskins right after that copyright went out I think South Park did a whole episode about it. <laughs> Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. That sounds like exactly what they yeah. would do. Yeah. Because you can't stop They had the logo point, on right? there. Like, they kept right. saying yeah, the, the name. Tra- yeah. Or the tra- the trademark office. Yeah. I guess it's technically a Right. Tra- but the trademark office said, yeah, you, this yeah. is no longer protected. <laughs> because this do be racist. Yeah. Oh, it do be. So. Yeah. So now that they actually have a team name that they can they can trademark, the commanders, now it's looking to he's looking to sell the team according to the New York Post our colleagues at the New York Post said between six and seven billion dollars with a B good grief yeah. yeah 
Uh, what's Bezos worth now? Two hundred seventy billion dollars. Oh yeah, I mean it'd be so what, it'd be nothing. What? That would be yeah, seven billion dollars would be like uh what, fifty bucks to us? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's ridiculous. It is. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. But so basically, it's just more drama from Washington. I mean, not even yeah. even the football team is a train wreck in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The swamp. Yeah. You got to drain it. Big old swamp. Uh, uh-huh. Literally a swamp. Oh, <laughs> so what? what's, what's – I mean, there's no – all billionaires are bad, but what's your – What's your take on this? Do we go with Josh Harris, who owns two other f- teams? Over Bezos, with- for sure. Over Bezos? Yeah. Okay. I don't think, what? I don't like the conflict with Amazon running games. Uh, I don't have as much of an objection to a newspaper owner and, uh, and a uh, professional sports franchise being owned by the same person, but the network is a problem, I think. That's your biggest beef with this whole thing? Of like, well, and just, I mean, I'm over Jeff Bezos, but, you know, that's just uh, right. my own personal right. vendetta. You think he just gets, like, he, he uh, shoehorns into this position? Oh, he owns Crystal Palace. Does he still own Crystal Palace? Who does? Oh, the Eagles. Uh, Josh, Josh, oh. uh, Josh Harris, the businessman. Um, oh, I wouldn't be surprised if Bezos buys it. Do you think he goes in full in for the league, buys the whole dang thing? Very likely. That's the Very thing. Likely. He can do that. Yeah. Very likely. He can do that. You get in. I don't know what would, like, ah, man, this might be one of the few places where a billionaire, where, where if you're the richest man in the world, you don't have as much sway in everything else because you're talking to other billionaires. At one point, do billionaires not care about other billions of dollars? Right. That, Sorry. That's that's not care about other billions of dollars taking it from other billionaires versus stepping on the backs of all of us regular people. Oh yeah, you're not getting extract the billions of dollars. You're from not us. getting billionaires' money. You're getting the low end people's money. Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, that's an interesting thing I hadn't thought about though. Like a hostile C-suite takeover of the NFL. All he needs is what eight teams, nine teams, teams. and he has like. Uh, Huge, Super huge chunk out of the league. Well, he just controls what the league does. Now the league only signs contracts with Amazon Prime. Now the league does this. Now the league, you know, he has eight, nine votes oh, out of the yeah. 32 votes if he can get nine teams or whatever. Or he has puppets that buy the teams. Mm-hmm. You know, he buys them, but someone runs them, quote, owns them. But that's interesting to think about, like a corporate takeover of the NFL. Because basically yeah, you I have mean, 32 board members, right? You know, I mean. Right. Yeah. Right. So. And he's he's one of them. And if he starts saying, look, we can change the way that, that some of these. Uh, right. He buys Carolina. Uh, revenue he sharing buys, happens. Yeah. You know, he buys. Well, Carolina, though. He's not going to get Carolina. Well, but, because, you know, I mean, uh, he just buys some of the. Uh, of the. I mean, it doesn't matter what team he buys, really. They don't have to be big names. uh Relative to the rest of the league, it, a vote's a vote. Yeah, ironical. The, but. The, and but the, but this is I I I I kind this is the only part I think is like kind of interesting because like when you think of like I just said he's not going to buy Carolina because you have David Tepper there. He's another billionaire. He's the one who has so much money and he had the hedge fund 
and then he took the hedge fund, essentially took it private and became a family office. And so now his, I think it's like 12 or $20 billion that he has under management is only intended to grow him more wealth. Yeah. Like it's just managing his billions and billions of dollars. He's not even taking in any clients. Yeah. And he's the one who has the bowl on his desk with the bowl sculpture on his desk that has the balls hanging down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're not going to. What? He's that not thing gonna, from Wall Street, that bull from Wall Street. Yeah, he's got the bull. He's got the bull. I think it's like the bull from Wall Street, but it's got a huge yeah. set of brass balls yeah. that hang down that he's like added to it, and like that's kind of his thing sitting on his desk that he's known for. Like this is a guy that has sounds like a really he only has guy. he he literally has like twelve billion dollars, which is like five percent of the wealth that Jeff Bezos has, but he's not going to. Be, I don't think he's the kind of guy who's going to be pushed around right. by somebody who has ninety-five percent more money than he. No, does. He's trying like to. He's trying point. to earn that much money, or right. create so, that well, much money. Could, <laughs> or yeah, or even like look, or just say, how much more do I need? Like, what do, what do I need here? I agree own, with that sentiment Charlotte. as someone with not that much money, but I believe that people with that kind of money, one dollar more, it just even if it's just one dollar, it's never enough. But I don't know if you get to the if you get to level where you're over two hundred billion dollars, there is no conceivable way to extract any money off of that person that is any way going to affect them. So yeah. any of these guys, any anybody except Mark Davis, who is knocking on the door of being a billionaire, and everybody else is anybody else. Not with that haircut. It, I mean, it's not. It's just this. New it's just not going to affect them. So the money that they're extracting, the, the capital in which they uh, are trying, that they're actually vying for is our money. Right. How can they take more of our money, not each other's money? Bugs. So I just wonder, like, what is it? This might be one of the, <laughs> the only places in the world where billionaires can't push each other around. Yeah, that's interesting. They just yeah. don't care. I, I wonder. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Hmm. What were you gonna say? Uh, what was that? What was the comment? You you'll eat bugs. You <laughs> yeah. you won't you won't work. You own nothing. Eat bugs. Own nothing. Be happy or something. Be happy. Like, yep. <laughs> yes. That's the where we're headed. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think uh, yeah. Uh, here it is. David Tepper's worth thirteen billion dollars, which is literally five percent of what Jeff Bezos is worth. Incredible. Five percent. Unbelievable. All right, what else are we doing? I'm pissed off now. Uh, you guys want to talk Pokemon? Sure. Why not? We're already over. Yeah, time. we'll go through this real sure. quick. This can be our last one. Uh, All Blake right. Martinez, former nine-year NFL or twenty-nine-year-old NFL. Uh, defensive player for let's see here Packers Giants and Raiders uh, retired in November of 2022 so at the end when the Raiders got knocked out of the playoffs he retired Uh, at 29 years old he had earned oh I thought I wrote down I guess I didn't write down his total career earnings but since he retired he started selling Pokemon cards as many he started breaking as many as a thousand packs a day so he's doing these card break like things that we've talked about uh, on the pod before mm-hmm. where you have like a live stream or a twitch or something and uh, you're opening up cards and 
people buy slots and they win certain numbers or characters or teams or whatever it is. Since he started this, in seven months, he's made $5 million. Oh, my gosh. Card breaks, uh, dude, cards are still, I thought they would have popped by now. Like, the bubble would have burst by now on cards. And it's, I don't think it's maybe as high as it was two or three years ago, four years ago, maybe. But, dude, card breaks. I was at a buddy's house the other night when we are watching a card break. They were $10,000 a case. And there were, I think there were, Five or seven autograph cards in a box, and you and you know you signed up for one of those, and then three slabbed cards, autograph like graded cards. So there are ten cards in a case, and it's ten thousand dollars a case, and you buy in. I think on that one you bought in for uh, just random numbers, like you paid a thousand dollars, and then you got assigned the seventh card or whatever. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's crazy. Martinez start Martinez started this in 2020 during the pandemic. Obviously, he saw what you saw, yep. Reed, what you're talking about. He saw it online, saw the card break, said people are making a ton of money. His big break was he found a Pikachu card. There it is. It sold it for $672,000 in October of 2022. <laughs> Somebody chose that. Uh Apparently brought it to Pawn Stars to, to get um, evaluated. But since then, he's actually was signed with the your Raiders. Your Raiders. Raiders. But he was still spending up to 80 hours a week breaking cards and spending time with the card break team. Yep. Unbelievable. I do not get... I Yeah, there has to be a bubble to this market, right? Well, see, that when you're... When you sign with Panini or Tops or whoever, like, and mm-hmm. as a, they're getting wholesale deals. So those like national treasure cases that are like ten or ten thousand dollars or whatever. I mean, they might be getting them for seventy two hundred bucks or something, you know. And just now, there has been a scandal in the breaking world. Uh, there was a live stream, and they kept a redemption card. Sometimes you get like scratch off redemption cards because the uh, player hasn't signed them yet or whatever. And so you send off for it. But they kept one back, and the guys watching the live stream caught him. Always scandal. He has made 2022. His Raiders contract was worth just over a million dollars in that same seven months for the season. He made $5 million selling Pokemon cards. Your your comment earlier, how much has he made throughout his career? $29 million. Okay. $29 million. So he's made... One seventh of that. That's pretty uh, good. One sixth of that already. Eighteen percent of that he made in seven months as Pokemon Breaker. That's a pretty good. I don't that's know, a pretty man. good career. Twenty nine million bucks. Do you play with these? No hell do you no. Play with these? A seven hundred thousand dollar card? Hell no. But didn't one? What didn't one of the Paul brothers have a Pokemon card that was worth a? I saw a Paul Pokey. No, he. The or was that an NFT of a Pokemon or Jake card? Or whatever. I think Charizard, Charizard's the a big he one. Bought, okay. He bought the sets. Well, he had the one that he wore as like a necklace, but then he also paid, I don't know how much to get the... The Illustrator card? that he claimed were like unopened, like first series Pokemon oh. cards, and then he opened them up, and they were like... Oh, they were fake. Yeah, oh, yeah. They were, they were uh, Topps cards or like, something. Yeah. Yeah. 
They were something random. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something military themed. I can't yeah. remember what. President's cards or something, mm-hmm. weren't they? Something Pikachu like that. Pikachu Illustrator card. May have been, yeah. yeah the, Worth $5.2 million. The Charizards are big. That, I saw a guy take them into a pawn shop. He had like 50 or 60 Charizards, and he wanted like hmm. three quarters of a million or a million dollars or something for him. I think. Oh, my gosh. But what are you doing with... I don't understand. It's arbitrage, like, dude. These are... It's just... I know, but they're It's like, just... I mean, swapping stuff around. I I get that. But it's it, it's an actual physical object. Right. So that makes it a little more... Yeah. I, like, with those specifically, I understand there's a rarity to it, but also, like, you want to play with these cards, right? Well... Like, don't you Your want kids th- might. Well, I guess in the new cards. In the new cards. Not with the old cards. Like, we, you know, I played Magic the Gathering at some points in my life. Somehow I still found a wife <laughs> and was able to sire four children. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's the most impressive part of that yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. Nobody makes a necklace out of that. Uh, oh, but, oh, that's rich. Like, those cards were played with. That was with baseball cards, with 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 football cards they're never intended to do anything with but well maybe that with these other cards like they have a purpose within the game well but maybe that they're not intended to to their rarity like think about if you had a 1995 unopened pack of uh magic the gathering cards i do it's right here and not a not a real bent up dog-eared black deck or something you know like yeah. Yeah. What's the big one? What's Shivon Dragon and not the big one? <laughs> the Shivon yeah. Dragon. Oh, yeah. I'd like to play a round of Magic. I know I'd two like, dudes that'll that. play with you anytime, anywhere. I know. You know my brother still uh, with plays with your cousin. Oh, really? Like, I think like once or once a month or more yeah. every other month. I have they never get played. Together and they have like these all nighter Magic MTG sesh. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I don't even know. I don't even remember how to play. I ne- I yeah. remember I watched it on ESPN a couple years ago. I've watched many games, but in dis- you know, disdain. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you idiots. You idiots. It's I I mean, yeah. there's nothing funnier though that if you're in the right state of mind to sit and listen to two grown men play Magic the Gathering and the words and phrases that comes out of their mouth <laughs> is incredible. It is. That, uh-huh, I mean, that, uh-huh. that's what I get out of it. I just sit and just two two fly in amazement. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Now I kind of want to get in. <laughs> I want to. Oh man, might go into a hole tonight and watch some magic. Dude, those two would play with you anytime. Yeah. Uh, I my daughter is into a thing now. She's almost seven. She asked me the other day. She was like, "Dad, do you think magic is real?" I was like, "Heck yeah, it's real!" <laughs> <laughs> Give me a deck, I'll show yeah. you. Uh, but I don't even remember how to play. Anything else we got? Yeah, is I this think it? That's Are it. we done? We're done. That's, that's it. That's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the minister of sound, Mikey, junior minister of sound, Ralphie Jetbelly, music, the commissioner, Brandon Casburn, food editor, Dennis Chu, Sellerman, Sean. And the honorary ball boy this week is... Guys, the ball boys this week are hyper-local. That's right. 
Oh, we're back boy. to covering oh, right. and protecting the roost. The Anderson University Ravens basketball team, men's basketball team, went 18 and 9 this season, and they actually won the Heartland Collegiate Athletic Conference for the first time ever. Which guess what? Puts them in the D3 dance. That's right. They'll be in the Woo-hoo! second cafeteria during prom having their tournament. Uh, <laughs> they play Mount Union. On Friday for their opening game of the tourney. Juggernauts, Mount Union. The Mount Union Purple Raiders, who have have quite the football team. I think they have like a dozen. I don't remember. Over 10 D3 national championships out of Alliance, Ohio. Oh, are they up there? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a tough one. Do you think the the Ravens will pull it out? I do not. I do not. <laughs> but I, I, hey, will, I do want to wanna try to watch this somehow. I'm going to have to do some research as to where I can watch this. Yeah. Well, you know what? Hashtag prayer works. Yep. The, the, yeah. Uh, well, I'll just wait for the revival to get up here, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. All the way to Alliance. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or two topics you want to discuss, including... Combat juggling, which we did not we get will. to this week. We will. We'll get to it. It's kind of an evergreen it topic. Oh, yeah, we we'll saw it. Yeah. Rowdy will do I a deep dive. The, I, I, deep dive on combat juggling. Yep. Uh, that guy had it coming. That's <laughs> yeah, all I'm that say. was and Don't forget to rate us and subscribe. <laughs> New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it?